welcome to our Kingdom Culture Podcast. For today's message, we are thankful for what God is doing through this podcast to encourage and transform lives around the world. If you have a story to share about how God has encouraged or transformed your life through this podcast, we would love to hear about it by emailing us at mystory@kingdomculture.ca. If you would like to support this ministry financially to help us bring messages like this to you every week, you can do so online at kingdomculture.ca at the give option. We also would love to connect with you on our social media, on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy! Hi everybody! You're here with me this morning and I'm happy to be with you. This is going to be a fun series and I'm honored to be opening up this powerful series of women in leadership and women. I know there's a lot of you guys watching that are as well in leadership. You guys are dominating, you guys are leading and just leading your, even leading your life with honor. And so we applaud you. And uh, we can't have all of you guys here on the stage, but uh, we just hope that you will be blessed by this coming weeks. And um, so, yes, I'm going to start. And then I just want to share with you part of my testimony. I've already shared part of these this morning with you. And I just wanted to go a little bit deeper. I wanted to um, just touch on it a little bit more, especially that this has been a season where just there's been just a lot of fear. Fear has been very loud. Fear has been something that has already been there before. But we know that through this whole pandemic, this, there's been an increased amount of fear being screamed at us on all direction. And it's been like this loud gong that's just been resonating. And so I want to just give you just some of the tools, some of the things that I have um, walked through in my life and that's helped me walk through certain fears. And so fear can make us um, hold back. And I know that this is not something God wants for us. Fear could isolate us, immobilize us, cause us to worry, cause us to feel small, intimidated, cause us to overthink and to uh, feel overwhelmed. And so anxiety can really come out when there's lots of fear and trauma and stress, there's anxiety that can come out. I've been had my share fair of anxiety. I've had my fair share of anxiety, and I naturally get overwhelmed. But a lot of people don't know this about me because I've learned to get good at pushing through those moments, those little pocket moments where fear is so overwhelming that it, it, it just freezes you up completely. And so this is what I want to do this morning. Again, I'm just going to share with you some of the things that have worked with me. And I pray my heart this morning is that those tools would also impact you. Tools that you could use for yourself, self-reflect and go before God and have a greater breakthrough in. Just to give you a little bit of a backstory, I'm going to share you a little bit of my story. I, in grade five, was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Um, I had it pretty severely. Regular hospital visits were just normal for me. Um, I was on different treatments. I was taken off of food completely for three months at a time here and there with just a feeding tube. Um, boy, I've, I just, sickness was just part of, big part of my life. And, um, you know, 
I trying to navigate life with that would just, you know, you never know. I would never know when an attack would come up and I could be anywhere and a situation could be very uncomfortable me and very embarrassing for me depending on a situation and I had to learn really quick to kind of like just like manage life and go through life kind of just hiding from people what I was going through because as a kid I wanted to keep up with my friends I wanted to do everything that they were doing and for me it was like my sickness I was determined that it would not be everything about me that I had so much other great things about me and sickness was just like a part of it so if people would ask me how I was doing I'd always say oh I'm good even though the night before maybe I was up all night or I was at the hospital but for me there was just more to me but unfortunately the realities of that sickness did still take a toll on me um, it definitely did cause me to have t uh, a lot of anxiety. Also with a year of bullying, um, it just intensified the anxiety. So for me, um, just normal attacks would be normal on a daily basis, you know, when, you know, your body, you're physically, you feel the fear in your body, um, shortness of breath, you know, it was normal for me for many, many years to, to just be out of breath, especially if I just thought of food, if I just looked at food, it was really, I had to catch, try and catch my breath. Um, I would isolate in social settings. I wouldn't talk. I would try and look, you know, like didn't want any attention to myself. So I could be in a social setting and not talk. I didn't want to be seen. And so there's a lot of things that fear literally robbed me, robbed me for being me, robbed me from being who I was, because it was just, even though I tried to ignore some of the sickness that I was going through, the reality was stronger. And um, there's, it, I just started, and, and because I was somebody who didn't talk about it to m people, I tried to keep it a lot to myself. So I was going through a lot of anxiety, panic attacks. I, I know what that is. I've had that daily, uh, sometimes multiple times a day. But I never talked to anybody. I never even knew it was anxiety. I never even knew it was a thing uh, because I kept it to myself because for me, th there was no way I was going to talk about it because I hated going to see doctors. <laughs> so for me to ignore, I just, there's no way. I was just, I was not going to go to the hospital again for something else. So for me, it's just something that I just kind of like manage on my own until one day it just really started to affect my relationships and especially my relationship with my husband. And and I was like, okay, I have to do something. Something has to be done. God, there, there needs to be a breakthrough. At this point, I've tried different things. I've tried inner healing. We've tried numerous things and I just couldn't shake off being gripped with fear to the point where my body would just manifest these symptoms. And I just, it, it, I, I had to take a, a look at God and be like, okay, God, what is going on? Yes, yeah, so the fruit of my life, would not reflect the promises of God. God, you know, I would say, God, you said you didn't give me a spirit of fear, but I'm in major fear. God, you said that I could do all things through Christ, but I feel so held back. God, you said you care for me, but I feel like I need to control things in my life. That's an exhausting one. God, you said I'm strong, but I feel weak. God, you said I'm an overcomer, but I seem to repeatedly fail in this area. God, you said that I'm yours, 
but I feel so lonely. God, you said that I'm that you're my protector, but I don't feel safe in life. Does any of those resonate with you? Have you ever felt any of those things in certain areas of your life? The Bible says faith without action is dead. You could tell a lot what's going on inside of your heart by what's what your actions, by your actions, even by what's coming out of your mouth, your words that you're saying, Matthew 5, out of the mouth the heart speaks. What is your words saying? What is your action saying? For me, I had realized that I was acting in certain areas of my life more as a of, as an orphan and not as a son and daughter of the Most High God. Is there areas of your life that you're acting more of an orphan? Because let me remind you, I want to remind you this morning that in every area of your life, even the areas where you feel like you've lost control, the promises of God that you are his son and you are his daughter remains true, remains unshakable. Romans 8, 14 says, oh, look, I love this. Those who are led by the spirit of God are children of God. Those, the spirit you receive doesn't make you slaves. Otherwise, you would live in fear again. Instead, the Holy Spirit you received made you God's adopted child. By the Spirit's power, we call God Abba. Abba means Father. The Spirit himself joins with your spirit. Together, they tell us we are God's children. As children, we will receive all that God has for us. And also, I want to just tell you 2 Timothy 1 to 7, 1 7, it says that God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and sound mind. So, when I was at the peak of my relationship and I had to um, really face the situation head on, I was determined at this point, I'm like, I need to do something. God, I really feel like the key, I really felt like God spoke to me that the key was that I didn't understand how loved I was. Because if I did, I would realize how safe I am. And for you, understanding what God's love for it is for your life might be that he's your provider. It might be that he's your shelter. It might be that he... It could look different for everybody, how God's love may be, depending on what area of your life that you've allowed yourself to be an orphan. But where there's a lie, God says something else. So where there's fear, there's a lie. But ask God, like, God, what are you saying? You know what? Like, I'm sensing, I'm, I feel this. But what are you saying over this? And for me, it was like, God, I feel so much fear. But what is what is being love in that in that situation mean for me in all those things? And it was really that I was safe. And so I went through a journey of just really getting my mind, my heart, my soul to really understand the revelation. Now, I know we won't fully understand that it's because it's God's love is beyond our understanding. So of course we won't fully understanding. It's a life journey of really discovering all that that means for us. But I want to bring you into Ephesians 3, 16 to 19. I pray that out of his glorious 
glorious riches. He may strengthen you with power. I love that. He's not, he hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of power. And here too, I love, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power. I love that because the, you know, when you don't have power, let's go back here. It says, the spirit you receive in Romans 8, when I just read earlier before, it says, the spirit you receive doesn't make you slaves. Otherwise, you would live in fear again. Slaves, orphans, they live in fear. The opposite of being enslaved is freedom. You know, when we are in, when we have no power over our lives, we are literally Fear has allowed to take control, and it's like we become slaves again. And you know what? That just reminds me of a story of a, my. We've got we adopted this rabbit, okay? And his name is Oreo from a very kind, loving family of uh, KC. And um, we so we received this bunny, and um, so we we decided to give him a little bit more space. The girls wanted to be able to kind of go into his space and kind of like share that space. So he had a cage, a pretty good, decent sized cage, but we expanded and made him like a, a den, a whole new world. And the girls made him a little like box, and it was just interesting. Like he had this whole new world of all this space that he can enjoy. But the bunny was so full of fear, he would not leave his cage. You know, a cage, there was not even a, a roof on top of this cage. We had removed the surface of the cage. All it was was the bottom that was inside this pen. And he would not leave the, pen, the, the, the part of his cage because he was just so gripped with fear. And I would just look at him like, if he, the fear is robbing him from really enjoying being able to run around this whole pen and to have this freedom. And I, I just saw him, like, it just reminded me, like, wow, this is what happens to us. Like, when we're in fear, we become immobilized. We become frozen. We limit ourselves. We we don't step out in faith. We It's like we're held back. And I was just like, I don't know why, that sometimes... We do that in our own lives in certain areas of our lives where God's given us an open field. And we are like insisting, convinced that we have to stay in this corner. Anyways, little rabbit trail. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of God. And, and know this love that surpasses knowledge. Wow. That you may be filled to the measures of all the fullness of God. So this is what I did. I was like, okay, God, clearly I don't understand your love for me. So I became, I got my eyes off of all my circumstances literally. And every time I would start feeling the fear bubbling up, I would just look to God and be like, no, because notice here, okay, it didn't say, I hope and I pray that you would be rooted and established in love. He's not praying that we would be rooted and established in love. He says that I pray that you being rooted and established in love. That is something that cannot, that is like your foundation. 
That is your seat as a son and, God, uh, and daughter in God. That is your identity. You cannot, you, we don't need to pray that God would love us in this area that we're afraid of. He already has established us, rooted us in his love. That is, we just need to partner with that. And so God, I didn't have to ask God, God, please, like, I pray that your love would, no, no. It was like, okay, I start to feel the, the fear and I would out loud. Sometimes, like, if it was in the car, I would, like, look at myself in the car. If it was in the green room, if it was, I don't know where I was. But for me, it really helped when I could say it out loud. And I would say, I would start feeling the fear. I would start feeling the symptoms. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> God, I'm loved. I'm loved by you. I'm loved, God. And I would repeat that. And I would tell myself, so I'm safe. I'm safe, God. I'm safe. I'm safe. And then I would just see myself just having the peace start coming, coming. And then I'd get up and I'd go. And sometimes it would like be like 50 minutes later, it would start up again. I'd start feeling the fear. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm loved. I am safe. God's got me. And if that's going to happen, he's going to give me whatever I need to make it through. So as I declared just who I was, and how God had me and he had my back because he loved me. Like I would have my kids back and how my kids are safe because you know, I love them so much. I would, and, and I'm like, I can't even, and I even in saying that, I'm like, I can't even compare it. I can't even compare that kind of love. The love that I can give my kids is not even comparable to the love that God has for his children. So imagine that, imagine that. I'm like retracting what I'm saying because I'm like, it's, we can't even compare it. So I would start to feel the peace coming. And remember, 2 Timothy, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. In other version, it said, and sober-minded. We're sober-minded. And in the, in, in the Greek, it's, it's, I'm not going to try and say the word that it means in Greek, but it says to bring oneself back to its senses, so God has given us a, a spirit that can bring ourselves when we're in fear, that we can bring ourselves back to our senses, knowing the truth, knowing the identity, knowing who we are, knowing we're one with God, knowing we share in God's inheritance, and that all these things that he has, all these, he, it says here back, sorry, I'm going back to Romans 8 again. As God's children, we will receive all that he has for us. And that brings you back into sober-mindedness. And I, I just love that. And, I, and that's exactly, I love that because that's exactly what I, I, you live. When you're in fear, you're in fear. Okay, so you feel the fear. God, then what? You've given me a spirit of power. Okay, I have freedom. That means I can take control in the situation. There's a moment of emotion. I can't control that, but I have the power in this moment to decide what's going to happen next. 
What's going to happen next? Okay, then he's giving me a spirit of love. Okay, God, I'm loved. And that's what I would do. I would say, God, I'm loved. And having that revelation that I'm loved, not just knowing it, but truly, truly embodying that revelation. And again, that is a life journey to get there. We're not perfect. You know, we're all on the journey. And to see the fruit being manifest out of that. And the next, in sober-mindedness and and self-control and just watch how that you will be brought back to your senses and be able to keep going, pushing through that moment and do what you have to, got to do, do what you need to do, step the step that, is the step that you really want to do, accomplish what you want to do because you're sober-minded. You're not full of fear, drunken emotions, but you're able to be sober-minded, have discernment and move through it. And so what a powerful verse. What a powerful verse to declare in this season. God, you have not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. Fear will mask itself in various different ways. You know, and it, it's, I, I pray my prayer for you is that you stop, become honest with yourself before God and ask God, God, what area have you been acting like an orphan? What area is fear blocking me from walking in all that you have in the fullness of God? Ephesians 3.16, that end of that verse, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. What areas am I not walking the fullness of God? What you would have for me, your plans for me, your promises for me. Maybe for you, it's not that you know maybe God keeps you safe, but maybe for you, it's that, that you're protected that maybe for you is that you're provided for. Maybe for you is that, you know, God will work it through in the end. I, I don't know how fear manifests itself in your life, but it manifests itself in so many different ways. And I would love to see, and it's like, it's like you know, in the, 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 some of the letters, it's like, I urge you, you know, how they like, I urge you and I pray. And I'm like, this is what I kind of like want to do to you. It's like, I urge you to just, to not keep going in the rhythm of life that you have been. Even if it's been going good, there's always another level of freedom God wants to bring you in. There's always another of understanding God's love for your, over your life that you, we have yet to discover. And I pray that you be rooted and established in love. I, I just love that. Let love, guys, be your foundation. Let love and the understanding of it be the foundation of your family. Let your revelation of love be the foundation of your career. Let your identity as a son and daughter of Christ be the foundation of your ministry, be the foundation of all of your relationship. Because love can heal. Love can cast out fear. Love can protect, love can comfort, love can break through, love can change a life, love can change your life. Love will give you an abundant life. You know what? There's so many times in the Bible where God said, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And another place you see it, it's like the commandment is to love each other. And how much more can we love each other if we understand 
how much we are first loved. And so, and, that, and that's another message maybe for another time that we could, we could definitely love our neighbor a lot better if we know how much we are loved. But I want to pray this for you this morning, that we would be like kids in the spirit, not immature kids, you know, mature, like kids in the sense of like understanding that we call God Abba and how that looks like. Imagine yourself, paint a picture what the perfect father could be for you. God is that and more. Even take the time to stop and write it down. What would the perfect father be for you? What did you not get in your father? Like write these things down, write it down. Sometimes those things where we write things down really reveals what's in our heart. And I want to activate you. That's my heart this morning is I want to activate you. I don't want just to be another message. This is a simple message, guys, such a simple message. But if we apply it, it is life transforming and you have no idea the kind of fruit that it's going to unveil in your life. We are the branches, he is the vine. Do not do life with, by being loose branches. Stay connected to the vine and watch the fruit in your life unfold. And so do that, guys. Please, if you want to share, if you need help, if you want to share, reach out. We are kingdom culture, we're a family. We are, we're not meant to do things alone. Write down, journal. Okay, God, what are areas in my life? Be honest with God and be open to what he wants to tell you, okay? Be open to what he wants to tell you. Sometimes we've accepted things about ourselves and we just think that's who we are. Trust me, I was there. I was just like, that's who I am. This is a weird thing I do. That's just part of me. God made me that way and he loves all my imperfection. Yes, God loves all your imperfection. But he also wants you to break free as well. And so take the time to really ask God those things. Do it this week. Do it sometime. Do it sometime soon. Don't forget. Don't wait till it's too long that you've forgotten that I really, really, really like urged you. Because for me, it transferred my life. I can't tell you the day that I stopped. You know what? I sometimes had to, to stop, take control, declare God's love over my life, and saw myself getting have self-control. Again, I had to do that numerous times per day. Like I took a season of my life. I'm like, I need a breakthrough in this area. And I was, that was my focus in this area. And trust me, I did not waste time. Actually, God actually redeemed time. It was beautiful what happened. And I really went at it. As soon as I started seeing it, I, I sweat. I, it's like, I, I keep seeing like this, I, uh, 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 this, you know, those little tools there to smack those flies there. It's like, as soon as it would come up, it's like smack smack like you're literally doing that all day but by declaring understanding the promises of God over your life just like for me it was as simple I'd be like no 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 God I'm loved I'm loved saying that many times per day and I don't even remember I remember being in the car one day and Sean was sitting in <laughs> beside me and he's like okay so are you just hiding something from me or did you actually have a breakthrough and I was like oh I don't even I, I wasn't even aware I got a breakthrough. Like I didn't even, 
realize the time that it stopped in my life. All I knew is that, wow, I had freedom. And when I got freedom in, in one area of my life, I've noticed that there's other areas of my life where I stopped having freedom. You know that thing that I said when I would just see food and I would think of food and I'd have shortness of breath. I would, I would try to catch my breath. That just kind of start stopping itself too. You see, like, it's not like when I looked at fear, I was conscious of, the, of like, oh, I'm afraid to eat in case I get sick. I wasn't even think of that. I wasn't, it wasn't even my, like, I wasn't even aware of it. But I've noticed that that also left. And so it's crazy how you will see that it's going to affect many areas of your life. And yes, was there moments down the line where there's times where it came back up? Yep. But man, I knew exactly what to do to squelch it and to not let it take over and not to bring me back into this hole. And so now that I have that, this is like, it's like a weapon that I know that I have now. And so the enemy can, can try and come at me, but I know exactly what I need to do because I've seen the power it has had over my life. That is real. It is real. It's supernatural. I love the kingdom of God because it's so supernatural. It's just like some of our breakthroughs, it's just being. It's not like there's times where like, you know, God's going to call you to do things in life where you actually have to like work and go for it. But it's all out of the place of being and rest and knowing your identity in God, that you're not an orphan, that he's also building with you. And so that's that, guys. Listen, we're not together live as a family, but we want to be there for you as much as we can. And if you've decided, and I hope that you do, that everybody would just take a moment and ask God, is there any area in my life that I'm not walking in true freedom because I'm not understanding and living out the love that you have for me as a son and daughter of, of God? And so please reach out reach out. We want to know. We want to stand with you. And if you're like, okay, guys, I'm going for this. I'm going to do, I'm going to tackle this area of my life. I'm going to proclaim this. I'm, I'm going to, in God's face and I'm going to remind myself that, you know what, like this is who I am. We want to be there for you. And so please reach out. There's connect groups, being part of a connect groups, and don't be shy to speak out and share what you're declaring in this season, what you're doing in this season, what you're believing for, the process that you're going through. Don't be shy. We, we're here for you. And so if you're not part of a connect group, I, I, I you know what, there, you can sign, go on the website, you can sign up there. I know that there's a beautiful communities going on online, or you could just send an email to prayer at kingdomculture.ca. And we have a team of people that are praying and that we could pray over your request. But guys, please don't do it alone. Cause I know I had somebody, I had Sean praying with me as well. So he was also praying for my process while I was there, you know, you know, really tangibly doing something about it, not just letting it be, but really take a matter in my own hand, like not my own hands, but like literally taking like the weapon of the word in my hand and like fighting, like really fighting for my promises, fighting for who I was, fighting for what God has told me I was. And so that the, the, the lies would just literally shed off of me. And so God, I just, let's pray over this. God, we just thank you for this morning.
We thank you, God, for every lives, everybody that is watching right now. God, I just pray, God, that as they just look up to you, that you would speak to them. Reveal to them your love. Reveal to them what it means, what it looks like, what, how it could just literally transform their words, transform their action, transform their journey in life. Help them to come in the fullness of the, uh, like in an awareness of that over their lives, that it be, becomes so strong. It would not just be a good idea. It would not just be something that God says I am, that is just said flippantly in the mind, but it would be such a deep truth, such a deep, deep well of truth that would not be shaken. And God just as just nudged their hearts as they go. Holy Spirit, even if they don't stop and they don't, just nudge their heart as they go, as they're grocery shopping, as they're working, nudge their hearts. Holy Spirit, whisper in their ear. Show them any areas they've been an orphan, God, because I know your heart. You've died on the cross so that they would be completely free. Not partially free, but completely free, God. You've died on the cross so that we don't have to be orphans anymore, so that we don't need to be slaves anymore. So God, I pray that there'd be areas in people's life that would be resurrected in this season. That they would go forth with power, with love and sound mind. God, we just break fear. We break fear over, break the fear over the people, God, and let them see the way you see. I pray that their senses would be so in tune with who you are, God, that they would be so self-aware they would be so self-aware when they're saying something, doing something that is not as a son or a daughter of God should behave or should say, God. Let them be quick to recognize, quick to recognize it, to discern it, and to declare the truth. Lord, I just pray that as, as, as they go forth, God, that God, there'd be significant just change chains being broken off of them and that they would walk in another level of freedom god blow their minds in this next season blow their minds god summer is around the corner and i just pray god that you encounter your people with your love let it become so real to them so real to them in jesus name amen well, guys, this is it. I miss you. I wish I could have been with you. I wish I could see your faces right now, touch you, pray for you in person. But this is what we have, and I'm thankful for this at least. And I want to encourage you to come back next week. Stay tuned. We have a lineup of oh, beautiful women inside and out that's going to really bless you in the upcoming season. So we love you so much. Miss you.